Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for your concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. I hope everyone's week has gone fantastic since the last time we've spoken to you. My <laughs> week's gone pretty good. Berenice, what have you been up to? I'm spiraling. I'm just kidding. I'm not spiraling. It's been a really eventful over in Bernice world. You know, we were talking about the main character energy. And I do have to say that the writing has been a little messy this season by the writer, aka me. So, you know, we're trying to clean up the act. We're trying to get the characters back where they need it to be. Definitely ended some contracts recently. So that's been good. But the universe, you know, just been trying to, I've been really putting a lot of like, just trust in the universe. Like it's got my back. Here's, I'm just going to let it do what it wants to do and a lot of people like they believe in like angel numbers and stuff like that the universe you know that tiktok that's like it's good because i like i like i can't read like i like pictures because i'm stupid i like pictures too and the universe likes to give me my lessons in like coincidences and i would say the coincidence that occurred was that i was having a bad situation with somebody that um i was having some trouble figuring out and the universe said don't you worry you're gonna see him on the street on your way to work so you can have that conversation you've been wanting to have but you don't know how to have it yet and yeah I was a little surprised by that I was taken aback but I am now grateful for the universe that just kind of you know it said you should ask and you shall receive bitch in whatever form it intended to so yeah the universe has been funny but I've been making a lot of better decisions I would say and being a lot more mindful with my time so other than that I've been chilling like a villain what about you so i've been you know i've been doing good i had like my ideal weekend you know i got up went to the farmer's market went to the bookstore find a cute little book to read i also went to brunch i i did it all but we did go to olive garden okay my boyfriend had a gift certificate no hate to olive garden i just want to spend my own money there i'd rather support a small local business olive garden was okay okay but the server said something real interesting. So I overheard them. The Someone at another table asked them the qu- a question. And he goes, do you want the truth or do you want me to lie to you? And I literally was like, what kind of fucking answer is that? I literally was like, that's the most outlandish thing. I was like, I'm worried. Should I be eating this? Like, what do you mean? Do you want the truth or do you want me to lie to you? What do you know, sir? But I thought it was so fucking funny. You know, as somebody who works at a restaurant, I will say servers are just people too. Yeah. So sometimes we're just feeling funny. (laughs) And I'm just, I'm going to say that probably Olive Garden is doing okay. You know, it's been around for years. So I'm sure you're you're fine eating there. I thought that shit was so funny. I had to be uh, dying. But yeah, so great weekend. I'm looking forward, y'all, I'm going to Coachella in two weeks, less than two weeks, almost like a week now. Oh my God. Am I going to be VIP? Yeah. Okay. And I swear to God, I've been, I've been, (laughs) let's start there. Let's start there. I've been feeling so bougie and like a part of the 1% just thinking about being in VIP because I've never been in VIP before. You know, a bitch has always been GA. So I'm excited. Did I spring for the money on purpose? No, all the tickets were sold out. And that was the only option. So like, it (laughs) wasn't like I intended to be bougie, but I'm now I'm just fucking fully living it. You know what, here's what I have to say about VIP. As an older woman that I'm getting, um, I started, you know, going to concerts and music, music festivals when I was 16. And being a GA bitch is cool and all until you reach a certain age. And you realize, Mm -hmm. I just would rather pay 
pay for comfort at this point and also to be able to fucking see because I am like at governor's ball that's yeah. the first time I was like I can't see shit and granted thank god the men in New York are petite men because at least like I got a chance but like it just it's it's hard to navigate these spaces the older you get so as an elderly concert goer I will be starting to pay for VIP just so I can be comfortable and maybe sit down maybe actually be able to oh yeah so I'll report back but that actually kind of segues perfect into what this episode is going to be about we're doing a fun music episode and just talking about songs that we like and like quotes from the songs and why we like them I'm really excited to like share this with you guys and we'll probably throw together a little playlist so you can listen to the songs a curated playlist about things that we relate to so Berenice are you ready to get into it let's do it So where shall we begin? I feel like music is such a big like part of my mm-hmm. life. You know, that Spotify like rap, it says like, you're in top 85% of people that like you listen to more music than most of these fucking hoes. And I can resonate with that. I also went on a date once and I was like, oh, I constantly listen to music. This man, I thought he was a psychopath because he said that he didn't listen to music at the gym. He didn't even own a, hair, a pair of headphones. And I was like, ah, how do you process your emotions? <laughs> And he's like, I don't know. And I, I I, am one person that uses music to really process like how I'm feeling and how I'm doing. So I would say like music has a huge influence in my life. I don't know if you do this too, but like I also have like playlists mm-hmm. for people like certain songs remind me of certain people. And sometimes I know how I'm doing based on how I feel about the music. Like I know I'm healed when I listen to music and it no longer hurts me or makes me just like fully go yeah. back to that moment with one person for my boyfriend for our anniversary I basically made him like a very curated playlist it was very corny I felt very sappy but yeah so I really like music and I like music as a way to express things definitely what's interesting is I think a lot of people are surprised by the variety of music I listen to I think people see like me out here raving and they're like oh she must just listen to EDM but you know sometimes when you're chilling EDM is not always the best you know it's not always the vibe you know so I listen to a bunch of different shit we got range oh hell yeah I got range I just I just went to the strip club on Sunday to see Boogie with the hoodie all right oh girl range Range. (laughs) so let's get into it we're gonna start with I'll start off and I'll say the song be careful by Cardi B I love this song in general. I love that album, which is Invasion of Privacy. And the song, the lyric that, like, I swear to God, I still listen to this song all the time. And I'm like, damn, that just, I'm like, damn, that hits. It's, you got me tripping. You got me looking in the mirror different, thinking I'm flawed because you're inconsistent. <sighs> that one's yeah. really hard. Well, I, it was really good for me to hear because, like, I definitely know the feeling of having a guy have you so tripped up that you are literally thinking about yourself differently and a lot of times when I was hurt by a man I would think of like what's wrong with me yeah I really resonate with that as well I think that inconsistency can really start to get get you and start to drive you up the fucking wall because I, I guess like when you when it's a real healthy love thing, 
people are going to be pretty goddamn consistent. And when you don't have that security in a relationship, it's when like insecurities start to come up. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite a toxic, toxic. But it like, at the end of the day, I feel like when you do, when you find yourself like doubting yourself, mostly when you're like a strong willed person, this has happened to me, like I'm very secure with myself and I start feeling insecure or maybe actually Mm -hmm. like, I would say the word is jealous because I know I'm a Scorpio, okay, and I can get real fucking jealous, but in the instances where I have gotten jealous, I have realized that those are relationships that have been, have not been secure, and I don't know exactly where I stand with those people, and therefore, I feel jealous, I feel insecure, because in relationships where I have been secure, where I feel like I know where I stand with another human being and a person, I am not a jealous person at all. I'm just like, he's talking to a girl, cool, like, that could be his homie, that could be his friend, or they're flirting with them. I'm like, what? a cute feeling that this girl finds like my boyfriend attractive and I just like I knew in that moment there and then like I'm in a good place and now I can compare when I'm not in a good place with good people um and I would say a quote that kind of goes along with that from the song you could have left me alone by Russ is don't disturb my Mm. peace if you're at war with yourself I have found that a lot of in dating instances You might like a person and they might like you back. But if you're not in a place where you actually know like what you want and are ready to be and take care of somebody else's feelings and really be in it with somebody, then essentially you are at war with yourself. You don't know what you want. And even though you may like somebody, you might want to spare them the time and leave them alone with their peace if you're just not ready to commit to that person. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be playing your own games. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And hurt people, hurt you know what's interesting is that so i feel like there's times in my life where i was like damn i really should just left that person alone and maybe we were both bad people in that relationship like it wasn't all one person but it was like okay i really just probably should have left this one alone or it started off so badly but i clung on to it for whatever reason um i feel like in some relationships like if you don't have the validation that like it is secure like you were talking about you kind of like seek it outside of the relationship you know and you're like okay always looking for something else and so i feel like with an ex i was like should have just they were at war with themselves and i should have just let them be but instead i was like sticking with it for whatever fucking reason but still trying to find something else at the same time which was like the part where i was like at war with myself because i wasn't like receiving the love that like i really deserved so it's crazy that like a quote can mean so many different things in like seven words yeah dude this one this one helped me heal for real for real because i was just like you know yeah the problem really wasn't me like i've been fucking chilling and it is somebody that just doesn't know what they want and it like really helped me just like kind of have some compassion for the other person without it being like taking it so personally and in the in the words of love transitioning into kind of like um leaving somebody else behind all right (laughs) This one is from Stay In My Lane by S-I-A-T. And it's like a whole verse, but I'll, I'll do it quick. I'll do it quick. It says, you want that time with me. I want my privacy. You don't know boundaries and I don't got time to teach. I got big dreams. I got to do me. And it's all love. I just want to succeed. If you don't feel me, then you ain't listening. If you hear me, then you know what I mean. So essentially, this resonated with me because I think that I have been in a lot of situations where I just lack fucking boundaries. And I also feel like I see potential in certain situations. But like, I'm constantly trying to 
not fix, I wouldn't say. I want somebody to like grow with me, but there's a difference between like growing and changing somebody. So this has been, I guess, one of those things where it's like, I got to stay in my lane. I got to know like if somebody doesn't provide me with like boundaries or isn't following my boundaries and somebody is not at the place where I am, I can't, I can't, like I'm not going to teach them. Like I just don't have time mm-hmm. for that if I'm going to be doing me. <laughs> Yeah, boundaries are hard. And um, it's interesting because I feel like there's this rhetoric that like, oh, like no person is perfect. So you're going to have to like compromise. But I don't think people compromise on on the right things or understand like what that means. It means like, hey, like if you don't fucking like country music and they like country music, it's okay that they listen to country music. You know, it's not that like, (laughs) hey, you told them that you have this boundary. They continue to cross over it, but we can compromise. Like, no, that's not what compromise is. Right. Yeah, no, that's that's not compromising. Um, a song that I really like is "God Is a Woman" by Ariana Grande. Love her, and this song is about yes. sex, but it's about more than that. Okay, and it, the line that I really like is that like, <laughs> and he sees the universe when I'm the company. It's all in me. And basically, God is a woman. And what that means, like, I don't believe in God, but people who do believe in God think that God is everything and all knowing. And kind of I like the idea that as a woman, you have everything inside of you and you have all the possibilities of the universe like within you. And that's why I really like that song because it kind of like makes me realize that like, yeah, I like already have all of the pieces to do whatever I want because I have like everything I have all the potential within me. And I just really like that song in general because it's profound in a way because most people would think God is a man. And so on the surface, it's like God is a woman, as in like everything you know about God and God being a man is incorrect. But also like a woman is so powerful and is often not seen that way. Kind of turns the power dynamic on its head. And so I really fuck with that song. That song yeah. is good overall. There's some good stuff in there. <laughs> um, I've been her. on a big Ariana Grande kick, honestly. She has she has oh, been pushing me through. Girl. Point of view just hits different after the hundredth time you hear. That song <laughs> legit makes me... I should have put POV... Well, no, I didn't want to put POV on this. But that song does make me cry. And POV, for people that don't know, is just like, I wish I could see you from my point of view, from your point of view, for people who love you beyond like your flaws. And sometimes I definitely love that song. Shout out to Ariana. Thanks, girl. I actually really didn't like Ariana Grande in the past, but she's grown. I vibed with her. Okay. (laughs) She... She has grown on me. Another song is Django Jane by Janelle Monet. If you have not listened to this song, this song is fucking powerful and it is also a bop. So I would highly recommend it. It is like literally the my favorite feminist anthem of the moment. And one line is like, and hit the mute button, let the vagina have a monologue, mansplain on my fold, I'm like origami. What's a wave, baby? It's a tsunami. <laughs> and it kind of just have been, you know, we're here, we're podcasting. Podcasting has mostly been a man's game. And maybe it's the side of TikTok I'm on, but people are really shutting down these men with fucking mics, um, hitting the mute button. So, like, let the vagina have a monologue. It kind of makes me think about, like, the time that we are in history is probably the best time to be, like, a POC woman. And I have, like, a funny story about this is when I was an orientation counselor for college, we were just doing this activity where one person got to ask a question and everybody answered, 
right? And this one person was like, what year would you time travel to? I'd really love it in the 1890s. And then he went on to be like the 1890s. Like that was such an amazing t- period of time in history. And I I swear to God, me and my other counselor, who was also, she's a black woman, at the same time, without even being prompted, when he said it was an amazing time in America's history. And we said, like, if you were a white man and he literally was like so embarrassed, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, guys. And we're like, no, it's fine. Like, it's just funny that like you would be like, oh, my God, it was so amazing in 1890. And I was like, for who? And so yeah. for 2022, <laughs> we're like, I think we're in the best place as women and as people of color, not in a great place. We still have a lot of work to do, but kind of like being like let the vagina have a monologue like it's literally time for women to speak and i kind of think about how we're finally getting a woman of color as a supreme justice uh and how amazing that this moment in time and in history is so i i really like that song and it it is a bop it is a bop and the same one kind of in that route princess nokia uh sugar honey iced tea that song hits different and i think i really enjoy her just because she raps about a lot of like actual shit. Yeah. <laughs> She's kind of like an like I think it's called like emo tri hop uh, rap. I love it. <laughs> but then it's it's amazing. Um, in that one, there's like she talks about a lot of like social issues, and one line is, "If Colin Cap was a woman, then." I'd be dead on one knee. And I think like Mm. that was really powerful because I feel like not a lot of people talk about like violence specifically like against like women of color and overall like having like artists like showcase this and also in also music that like she's just a vibe and in music that is not necessarily like the entire song has like a very like a beat fun like trait to it all. But she goes into all these like big issues. So overall as like an artist, I just really I have a five five with her and I recommend this song it's really it's thought-provoking this is a good one this is a good thought-provoking song and sometimes you need music like that to like inspire you to just like I think sometimes you can get so caught up in your own life and in your own like dramas that you forget like there's other things going yeah. on and um yeah it's nice to listen to music that I don't know puts things into perspective that's just outside of whatever it is like you're feeling that day it's i mean it's kind of like when you read a book and you get a different point of view and art's like really powerful and i feel very fortunate that i get to consume art in so many different ways and if i had like any advice it'd be like go listen to music you've never listened to before because i've been listening to a Mm -hmm. shit ton of new music because of coachella because i'm like you know i gotta be in the know in the habs and i've discovered some amazing artists that i would have never listened to and i think like especially I mean I'll say this I like I like so much music that I don't really have to go find music to listen to so I don't often push myself to mm-hmm. um and been going on this journey of finding new artists I'm like dang I got a whole new world of artists so I'll give you guys a little review I'll tell you a new trick I don't know if I call this a trick I've been doing but so now when I'm at a bar and a guy comes and talks to me and I don't really got like a lot to sometimes I just don't got a lot to say mm-hmm. you know but you know what I always I'm down for new music so I'll just be like hey what's your favorite song or can you give me like three songs you really like 
And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, yeah, you know, like, what do you listen to at the gym? And then they'll like, I'll open my Spotify and just have them like the song. And then like later, I'll just go listen to it. And I will tell you, people have not let me down. Because people's like favorite songs are usually bangers. They might not be like something I'm used to listening to. But every single song recommendation I've gotten from like specifically like men, strangers that I meet at bars or like I know on Hinge, I said my love language was like music, like sharing music. So people would like give me song recommendations to answer that. Amazing. Incredible. That's how I've been getting new music. She's just been like letting men that are interested in her curate. They're probably on their toes too. They're like, dude, I don't want to fuck this up. Like this is a cute girl and she likes music. I better not put any banger, bammer shit on there. There's nothing more attractive than having a good music taste. Okay. <laughs> oh, for sure. I think this is so unrelated, but let me tell you what the most unattractive thing is for me when a guy is like when a white man thinks he can rap. And I don't mean this as in white <gasps> rappers. I mean this as like frat bros getting too drunk and freestyling. Oh, and literally awful. like and I think the reason why it irks me is because it's like you guys like you have to put respect on the genre like there's so much rap that means so much to people and like I know I don't know if you know this about me but when I used to drive from Seattle to Pullman that's like a six hour drive you don't have reception for a lot of it right so it's not like you can just like you have to download things so that when you don't have reception for three hours you have something to do Sometimes I would just listen to To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar back to back to back. I mean, literally, I would listen to the album like six or seven times. And it's because it's such a powerful album. It was written like a jazz album. And what that means is, is that one song goes into another song. And if you play the whole album, it'll never stop, which is like not really done. And it talks about social justice, just like his upbringing. And it's just music can be so powerful. And like, obviously, every genre is powerful. But that's why it just kind of irks me when I just have people who just are like freestyling about like, she sucked my dick. (laughs) Call that pussy hit. And it's like, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, can we like rap about something meaningful or just like shut the fuck up and enjoy rap? Like, let's sit here and listen to good rap. (laughs) For me, this was just like, I I don't know. We mentioned this one on the ick episode, but it's just so bad when they think they're good and it's so awful and you just want them to stop. Like, please no more. And I feel like this has inherently given me insecurities about ever trying to freestyle. I just know my place. I know that that's not what of my talents you know what I mean I can't think that fast like people are out here thinking really fast people that are good at freestyling like mad respect you you are amazing if you know that that's not your strong suit refrain refrain you know it's funny I I used to freestyle a lot you know I used to actually be pretty good at freestyling back when I was doing slam poetry too you know I was doing poetry (laughs) and you know rap is kind of an extension of that (laughs) that's taking a back seat but you know occasionally I do freestyle but no, I would never freestyle in public in front of people and pretend like I was good. That's probably not going to happen. To wrap up the episode, a couple more songs. And this it's Taylor Swift. So I have mixed feelings <laughs> about Taylor because, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, white supremacy 
is a two player game, you know? So it's like her contribution, <laughs> that's a whole different discussion. Yes. But the song I really like is like, did something bad by Taylor Swift. <laughs> I really like reputation just because it was kind of like, she, I don't say, I won't say she played a character, but she played it like really safe. Like she was really young and she wanted to keep up and not even her, her people wanted her to keep this image of like innocence. Da -da 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 -da. And this was like her, like really breaking free. And basically she was talking about how like doing something bad made her feel really good. And I kind of like was thinking about how I like played by the rules for like up until like 11th grade. And then I literally got burnt out and was like, whatever, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. And the song goes like, they're burning all the witches, even if you aren't one, they've got their pitchforks and proof, their receipts and reasons. And the reason why I like this verse is that like, no matter what you do, if somebody wants to make you the villain, they will. So you might as well just like do what you want. And like, really, because, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's really interesting the stories that came out of like one of my breakups was like i was a hoe i was trying to like hoe out da, 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 da. that's really couldn't be further from the truth but it's like hey that's what they landed on and i literally can't change that narrative so after that happened it's kind of like you know what do what you fucking want don't worry about what other people will say because no matter what they'll have receipts they'll have reasons to basically condemn you i like that because i've been doing a lot of making peace with people's their versions of truth you know what i mean yeah. when someone tells you something and you know they're full of shit i'm gonna choose you know what like i'm in i'm grown and i don't got time for this and now i have just decided to believe that that is your truth that you do 100 believe that that's your truth and i'm gonna let you believe that because i really could not care fucking less <laughs> what do you feel like your version of the truth was even though we got we got actual factual evidence okay but but carry on, <laughs> carry on, leave me, leave me out of it. And I guess with that one really goes this song, it's called Como Si Nada, and it's by ADSO, it's in Spanish, and it's a very short quote, but I think it's so cute, is que te, que te vaya bien, te vaya bonito. Like, I hope things, like, basically it's like when you're leaving and it's like, I hope things will be good for you and, like, that things go go well, you know? Bonito is, like, beautiful. And I think that that has really helped me just be like, yeah, you know what? Carry on on your merry way. I hope life treats you easy. Kiss, kiss. You know, ta -ta. I honestly, I believe that fully <laughs> like you know go live your best life like go have a good one and honestly I'm kind of being facetious I'm kind of being petty in a way because I know that their best life is not alone with their problems you know what I'm saying like any guy who has messed up with me I'm like <laughs> I, I hope you have a good life because you're going to be looking back to this time of being a fucker and realize like, damn, I really, <laughs> I really boofed that one. I really fucked that one up. Yeah. So, and honestly, I feel like that just kind of differentiates like good people from bad people. Like if you wish bad wishes onto someone because it didn't work out, that's like not good vibes, you know? And so I always am just like, you know what? I hope you have a beautiful life. <laughs> I'm detaching myself from this. Even though you can still have feelings like with whatever it is that went down, I feel like I've been really practicing, I guess, I guess overall, I always try mm -hmm. to be like, take the high road than the low road, because then people really be out here trying to drop it to the flow and trying to hurt you. But at the end of the day, if you can walk away knowing that all your actions were truthful, non-toxic, productive, and you communicated, 
you're walking away fine. You weren't the problem. You were not the problem in whatever situation that was. You were just cool. You were chilling, and that's just on that other person to get their shit together, I guess, for the next yeah. person. Good fucking luck to the next person because I that person's a piece that of work. So sometimes I'm just like, or I mean, it's interesting because what you're talking about, like people have their own versions of truth. They'll bring that version to a new relationship and you will be the enemy of the, that story. And I've had situations where like a girl I know dated a, a guy I used to date it. And then she came to me and was like, yeah, he says horrible things about you. But like, I realize that he's like full of shit and he's the horrible person. And I was like, yeah, um, I don't think it yeah. really bothers <laughs> me that he says I'm a bad person because because if he told the truth, it, it, like how could you live with yourself right like how could you like sit here and be like oh no like yeah like I'm a good person no like if you accepted the reality that you're a shitty person that's way harder to deal with than you being like oh yeah she was crazy yeah I think it's it's easy to paint somebody as and write them off as crazy we have a yeah we have a crazy episode it was earlier on uh, go go listen if you haven't but I feel like it's, it's easier to call off somebody as crazy or intense in a relationship when you haven't necessarily lived through it. I know personally, I have refrained from like, when I have mutual friends with people that I like no longer talk to, regardless of the situation and how it played out, I really try to not like voice every shitty thing that they did to me and kind of just like let people make their own friendships and judgments of based on their own friendships. But truth always shows at the end, okay? All I'm saying is I've been in situations where... It, we weren't even mutual friends. We just became mutual friends because I was spending time around the people that he was with and became friends with, with his friends. And all I'm saying is I ended up with his friends and they ended up thinking not so highly of him. And it wasn't even about me because I never necessarily like spilled the beans. It was about how he ended up treating them and other people. You know, they all made their own conclusions that he was a shitty human being without my... <laughs> My addition exactly. to, so, to the pile of shit. You know, moral of the story, <laughs> if you are in the right, then you're in the right. And you can, the truth always out. <laughs> yeah. The truth be truthin'. Plugs of the week. Plugs of the week. All right. So uh, this week I'm going to be selfish and I'm going to plug myself. I created a design for an EDC and Adobe contest. EDC, it's Electric Daisy Carnival, which I will be going to in May. The design is about birth and regrowth. So I made like an anime style design. I have it up um, on like all my social medias. If you can please go vote for it. Voting cl closes April 8th. Uh, I'm trying to win some money to spend on EDC. And also if you win, you get to meet the um, creative team of EDC, which I would really love to do. So yes go to my instagram and the link should be there and the link will be in the bio all right you guys so i'm plugging a book and it's called heartberries by Therese marie milhot and she is a native american woman from canada and she is a writer it is a memoir it is really powerful it's very thought-provoking it's really really good uh i would 100 recommend it and it's a four-hour listen and she narrates it herself so it's a great audiobook so again that's heart berries by Therese Marie Melhot. And those are the plugs of the week. All right, everybody. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you got any songs, any quotes, we would love to hear them. I can't talk to any more men at bars. I got like three boyfriends right now. That's plenty. I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> but I do love music, so send me your music recommendations. And like always, please review and rate the podcast. It helps us out a lot. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow our other journeys, you can reach out on us on social media. Our podcast page is at thanks the number four your concern. And I'm personally at Ella L Tudor. And I'm at Bernice Diaz M. Thank you. Toodles. Bye. Bye.